Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Queercast, uh, <laughs> a podcast where I'll be explaining and discussing different queer-related topics. I'm Ollian, but my friends only call me that when they're annoyed at me, so you can just call me Ollie like everyone else. Today's episode is called Let's Talk About Sexuality. So, let's... So, let's talk about sexuality. There are loads of different sexualities that different people identify with, and there are also lots of misconceptions that come with them. Homosexuality is a sexual attraction to people of the same gender as oneself. Gay is a term that can be used for both men and male-aligned people and women and female-aligned people who are attracted to the same gender as themselves. But lesbian is used solely to describe women or female-aligned people who are attracted to the same gender as themselves. Male aligned and female aligned refers to those with a gender identity that falls under the non-binary umbrella, but associate with masculinity or femininity. Although they identify as non-binary or one of its sub-identities, they may feel a strong connection to either of these binary identities, so they can be considered part of the sexualities whilst not being a binary gender. There are many misconceptions about being gay, so let me break a few of them down. Firstly, gay men have paedophilic tendencies. This is a heavy misconception to start with, but it's for good reason, as the weight of the misconception means there's a heavy consequence. I'm not sure if this was started by anti-LGBT rights activist Anita Bryan or just utilised by her, but either way, this propaganda spread to block gay rights and incite fear against gay people is completely false. Yes. It can be argued that some gay men are paedophiles, but paedophilia is not limited to one sexuality. Unfortunately, anyone can be a paedophile, and to claim that it is a trait of a sexuality is vastly misguided. Gay parents harm children. This statement again comes from an anti-gay rhetoric and not from a place of factual evidence. Anyone can be a bad parent, no matter their sexuality. In fact, a 2002 policy statement from the American Academy of Pediatrics claimed that a growing body of scientific literature demonstrates that children who grow up with one or two gay and or lesbian parents fare well in emotional, cognitive, social and sexual functioning as do children whose parents are heterosexual. And the statement was backed up in 2009 and again in 2013. Homosexuality is a mental disorder caused by sexual abuse. In 2000, the American Psychiatric Association said that sexual abuse did not seem to be more common among gay, lesbian and bisexual children than it did among heterosexual children. No one is born gay. As much as I want to say it is completely the opposite, I can't, as there are several studies that say a person's sexuality is a result of biological and environmental factors, but that means that it isn't a personal choice. It also means that no one is born with a particular sexual identity, but let's note that it is not a choice and science backs that claim, and if it isn't a choice, then you can't simply choose to no longer be gay. Not all lesbians like the label. Some prefer gay and others identify more with other labels like Suffolk. Women. Just because someone is a lesbian doesn't mean they're going to fall in love with you or want to make out with you. Also, men, that applies to you. Just because someone is gay doesn't mean that they are attracted to you. 
Like with literally any sexuality, lesbians can know they're gay without having dated or been with a girl. There is always someone who's the man and someone who's a woman in same-sex couples. Stop with the heteronormativity. Just let queer couples be themselves and stop trying to make us fit into a box, especially when it's a heteronormative, outdated box. Lastly, every lesbian is either butch or femme. Again, with the heteronormativity, not everyone has to fit into masculinity or femininity. Some people prefer androgynous appearances and some people prefer to flow along the spectrum. Just let people be. Heterosexuality, the sexual attraction to people of the opposite gender to oneself. This identity usually refers to men and women and is most often referred to by the name straight. Bisexuality is the sexual attraction to more than one gender. Bisexuality is different for every bisexual. Some may be attracted to all genders, some may be attracted to two or three, and the balance of attraction between each gender is different for all bisexuals too. There are many misconceptions about this identity, so let's break them down quickly. Bisexuality is not defined by the attraction to just men and women. It can include the attraction to non-binary identities and other gender identities too. Bisexuals are not more likely to cheat. The act of cheating is determined by the individual, not the sexuality. Anyone can cheat, not just bisexuals, so stop putting that on us. Bi women are secretly straight and bi men are secretly gay. Bisexual people are bisexual. No one is trying to trick you. If someone tells you they are bisexual, then chances are they're telling the truth. It's important to remember that understanding one's sexual, romantic, and gender identities is a journey, as cliche as that may sound. And everyone has a right to change how they identify. If someone comes out as gay after identifying as bisexual, they weren't just secretly gay the whole time or pretending to be bi. Instead, they may have had the time and experiences to understand their sexuality more and realize that they weren't bi or just felt more of a connection to the label gay and all that it encompasses. People change and so their sexualities can change over time too. Bi women aren't doing it for attention. So, some might be, but the overwhelming majority aren't. There are experiences that come with being bi, especially a bi woman, that make identifying as bisexual for attention not worth it at all, such as fetishization and unwarranted invitations to threesomes from strangers purely because of how you identify. Bisexuals are still bisexual, even if they've only been with or had a relationship with one gender. Just like straight people can know that they're straight without having been in a relationship, Bisexual people can know that they're bi without having been in a relationship too. Sexual identities are based on attraction and one can know who they're attracted to without having to sleep with them. Bisexuals can't make up their mind. It's not about making up one's mind. People can have the ability to be attracted to and love multiple genders. It's as simple as that. Bisexuals have straight passing privilege. No, <laughs> no. Bisexual privilege doesn't exist. And surprisingly, as a misconception that is mostly voiced by other queer people, it's quite heteronormative. This idea contributes to bi erasure, just like the idea that bisexuals in straight presenting relationships are no longer bi. Both comments go to show that there is such a lack of privilege for bisexual people that they neither feel represented in straight or queer environments. Lastly, although there are still more misconceptions like a cover. Bisexuality isn't a phase. Shockingly, most bisexuals remain bisexual. <laughs> Who'd have guessed? 
Like I said earlier, people are allowed to change their minds while they try to figure out their identity, but let's not focus on those ex-bisexuals who have finally found peace with their sexual identity and no longer identify as bi, and shift the focus to the bisexuals that remain bi because that is who they are. It is how they have been their whole life and will continue to be because bisexuality is not just the middle ground for finding a monosexual identity, but an actual real identity that many people connect with. Pansexuality is the sexual attraction to someone regardless of their gender identity. There are also, surprisingly, many misconceptions about pansexuality, so I think we should break a few of them down too. Pansexuality is not woke bisexuality that includes trans people. Having the view that bisexuality does not include trans people is inherently transphobic. Binary trans people, trans men and women, should not be put into another box just because they are trans. Trans men are just as much men as cis men and should be automatically included when talking about men. Same goes with trans women. So bisexuality includes them within its definition. Also, as I've already mentioned, bisexuality is an attraction to more than one gender, so it includes non-binary identities too. Pansexuality includes the attraction to all gender identities, but unlike bisexuality, it is an attraction not based on gender identity. That isn't to say that bisexuality is purely based on gender identity, just that gender plays a role in bisexual's attraction. Pansexuals can't be monogamous. Monogamy depends on the person rather than the sexual identity. Straight people can be polyamorous, just like gay, bi, pan, and any other sexual identity. Just because the pansexual identity goes beyond gender doesn't mean that pansexuals must all be polyamorous. Pansexuality isn't real, or pansexuality is just the trend. Due to the identity being new, some like to construe that it's a fake identity. I'm sure that every pansexual out there would disagree, and just because the term has only come into use in the early 1900s doesn't mean that pansexuals have only existed for that long. Pansexuality is very much real, and pansexuals are not trend chasers. They were born pan. Asexuality is an identity in which a person experiences little to no sexual attraction. Asexuality is a spectrum, and whilst being an identity in and of itself, it is also an umbrella term for sub-identities on this spectrum, such as grey asexuality and demisexuality. In turn, there are also different romantic identities. These can, and often do, align with someone's sexuality. So, if someone is bisexual, their romantic identity could be biromantic, and if they're homosexual, their romantic identity could be homoromantic, but this is not always the case. Romantic identities are not often thought about or discussed in queer settings unless one identifies as asexual or aromantic, and their sexuality and romantic identities don't align. Romantic identities are just like sexual identities, but instead of referring to sexual attraction, they refer to romantic attraction. There are also many misconceptions about asexuality, so let's break down a few of them now. Asexuality isn't a physical problem. It's not caused by having a low libido. Yes, some asexuals might have a low libido or no libido at all, but others can have a very high sex drive. Libido is about the desire to have sex. This is completely different to whether someone feels sexual attraction. Asexuality is not the same as celibacy or abstinence, and it is definitely not another name for incel. Celibacy and abstinence refer to the act of refraining from sex, and incel, or involuntary celibate, refers to someone who is celibate but not by choice. Some asexuals have sex and enjoy it, and some don't, 
But like I mentioned before, asexuality isn't about whether someone has sex, it's about not physically being able to experience the feeling of sexual attraction. Asexuals don't experience any type of attraction. False. So false. As someone who falls somewhere under the asexual umbrella, so to speak, I can confirm that this is utter rubbish. Asexuals can experience all types of attraction. Some asexual identities can experience sexual attraction too. Demisexuals experience sexual attraction, but only after they have formed an emotional bond with someone. This is not the same as not having one night stands, or only sleeping with someone after you've gotten to know them. But literally only being able to experience a feeling of sexual attraction after you've gotten to know someone and built an emotional bond with them. Grey asexuals or grey sexuals experience sexual attraction but on a very rare basis. Asexuals can still experience romantic attraction, platonic attraction and any other form of attraction. If someone is asexual and aromantic, then they don't experience sexual attraction or romantic attraction, but this is only because they are both asexual and aromantic and not due to them just being asexual. Asexuals can in fact have a sexuality. Unlike agender, which refers to someone who does not have a gender, asexuality doesn't mean having no sexuality. I briefly mentioned before that some asexuals actively choose to have sex and enjoy it. Some asexuals have sex because they know their partner enjoys it, but not necessarily because they also enjoy it. Therefore, they must have a sexuality if they can and do have sex. Since realising I fell somewhere on the asexuality spectrum, I have kept my label of bisexual as although sex is the last thing on my list in terms of life in a relationship, I still identify with the label and I still may have sex at some points in my life. Just because it's not something I need or want is still something I may have and so I still have a sexuality. It just so happens that my sexuality has two labels to describe it. I just want to point out that these aren't the only sexualities, but they are probably the most common ones at least. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and you've been able to learn something new. If you've learned at least one thing, then I'll have achieved something from this little podcast. Also, if there's any topic that you'd like me to cover, then please head over to atqueercast.pod on Instagram and let me know. The next episode will be all about the trans identity. I hope you look forward to it because I'm definitely not. (laughs) Um, It's quite a personal episode where I reveal the story of how I learned I was trans, but I hope that it will be quite useful to both cis and trans people alike, as I try to explain what it feels like to be trans. I thought it would be nice to end each episode with a queer quote as well, and a while back I stumbled onto this quote by Alison Bechdel that fits quite nicely in with today's topic, and it is... If it weren't for the unconventionality of my desires, my mind might have never been forced to reckon with my body. See you next time.